is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And good afternoon, everyone. Well, that's unfortunate. The Jays lost today on this sunny, cold April day. Well, hopefully I got better news for you. The Toronto real estate market is hot, even if the Jays are not. And we've got lots to talk about today. But hey, listen, it's been an interesting week in real estate. And, you know, I was called upon a few times here at the station to have a couple of conversations. I don't know if everybody heard about the Leslieville situation with that poor condominium owner that there was a lien put on her property for $1.4 million because a contractor had um, registered a lien against the TTC. Um, we don't know anything about a resolution yet. Of course, um, the uh, Andy Byford, the uh, TTC um, president, said that they would get on top of it. I hope they did, because this poor person was going to struggle getting the property closed when you have a lien. These are the kind of things you have to be leery of when buying properties. And this is one of the reasons why we always look to lawyers to make sure that we are being protected. And speaking of, coming up later, Later in the hour, I have a very special guest joining me. His name is Mark Weisler. Weisletter. He is a real estate lawyer, actually one of the top in the field from realestatelawyers.ca. He will be joining me a little bit later and we'll be taking your calls. So if you actually have a real estate related question, le- uh, legal real estate uh, question, make sure you uh, you call us 416-872-1010. And as usual, I'm going to have the phone lines open right now. We can talk anything real estate. That's 416-872-1010. Now, of course, one of the things that we were talking about earlier in the week was the fact that everybody's saying how many foreign buyers are buying condominiums here in Toronto. So is there rules that say you cannot buy a uh, a property if you're not landed here? Well, of course you can. We, you know, we like foreign investment. It's important that we have foreign investment because it's, it, it, again, not for the kind that they're going to flip, but for long-term hold, bring some money in, keep the market moving. That's great. But CMHC, when they released the latest report, it was a little staggering. Um, you know, staggering in the negative. I thought for sure the number should have been bigger. They're, they're telling us, 7% of all the brand new condominiums are being purchased by foreign investors uh, in the downtown core, actually up to 10%. And I'm looking at that number and I'm thinking, okay, that's a l- I'm a little suspicious of that. And one of the things I think is how they actually, um, you know, how they actually are t- uh, gauging how it's being done. So what happens is when you uh, when you send a tax bill out, if it's being sent to somebody here instead of you know a, j- uh, a jar, meaning like in another country, then we know that uh, they're a foreign buyer. So kind of interesting stuff. And um, now uh, I've got I'm going to our chat board, which is I love our chat board because you know people uh, throw in their comments all the time, and it says I'm an idiot. What's a lien? And you know what? Let me help you on, out on that. So what can happen is your property, if you have, let's say, we'll go to a contractor scenario. If you have a renovation done on your property and you do not pay the contractor, they can register a lien on the title of your property, which means let's put a $100,000 value on it. Your home now technically owes $100,000. Your title does. So if you were to sell the property to be able to sell it to to a buyer with a, a clear title, so that they can put a first mortgage on it, you would actually have to pay that lien off. So it's a very good question. A lien is what also, and and it is, 
when, when your mortgage company um, gives you a mortgage, they actually lien the title. It's actually a registration on title, but it's a debt. It's a debt against the title. When you're allowed to have a lien legally, they're leaning the property, meaning that they've done work, they have proof of doing work, and at this time, they're saying you have not paid them, so you can't do with anything with that property as far as selling it until that lien is paid off. Now, this does happen. It happens quite regularly. Sometimes you have to go to court to have it removed. Sometimes you can agree with the contractor who you owe the money to, you end up paying them off, and they have to remove it. So it does take a little while. Um, and again, as I mentioned, that um, I've got uh, Mark uh, Wiseletter coming on um, after the next break, and we're going to be talking with him because he is, of course, a, a lawyer with realestatelawyers.ca. He's awesome to have on, and we're going to be talking lots about it. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Daniel uh, from Toronto, and um, we're going to. He's got a question saying, um, "Sorry, it's Daniel. What's your opinion about the story um, about the lien on the townhouse?" So. Um, can we uh, get Danielle on? Hi, and uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much touched on what I was going to inquire about. So in this particular instance, you got the TTC at the top of the RFP, and then you've got the design firm, and then the design firm hires a whole bunch of trades and contractors. And my understanding is these row of townhouses um, had to have an inspection by one of the contractors, so it's not that there was any work done, but they were just included in the in the in the design phase of whatever services were being rendered by the contractor. And what I'm concerned about is is that I think the contractor used this lien process in a very slanderous manner, and you know, in effect, it is compromising home ownership of these townhouses and you know it's a very unfortunate circumstance and i'm hoping the municipality of toronto will instill some safeguards from prevent you know preventing this happening in the future yeah daniel that's a great great comment and and i appreciate your call you know in situations like this when we have um have a scenario where you know liens are put in incorrectly there there's a couple ways that can happen and in a condominium design they could have potentially had a right of way registered on the property or an easement and this does happen and again if if you have an easement which a lot of times utility companies will register an easement on a property they could encompass it into the actual plan and so if they they were registering against an actual you know unit of the TTC line which was exactly in front of these the the, the construction was exactly in front of these condominiums and so they as you said you know encompassed the entire thing and unfortunately the uh, the unit owners there are there to uh, deal with it. So unfortunately, this lady had her house up for sale, sold it, and unless it gets rectified by May the 6th, her closing date, then they're going to have a problem. So folks, if you want, 416-872-1010, or you can reach me at 1-800-561-2372, or again, you can reach me by text at 71010, and you are tuned to Simply Real Estate right here on News Talk 1010. You know, again, going back to this week, looking at what's going going on here, um, when we talk about the foreign buyers, this is one of those things that, you know, it's been put in the news so much about Vancouver struggling with the fact that prices have gone through the roof, it's all foreign buyers. You know, people aren't showing up, just so you know, on people's doorstep with a briefcase of money. This is not how it's being done. A lot of these properties have mortgages on them. They're not all paying cash. They may have 50% mortgages, 65% mortgages. They will not, if they're foreign buyers, 
the chance of them getting anything more for a mortgage uh, typically does not happen. They require 35% down. So they've got a 65% loan to value. Loan to value meaning that 65% can be made up of a loan. The 35% is equity. We've got 100% value there. So there is equity being put into these properties. And when that happens, then we know at least if for some reason they default, the bank has the ability of recovering their money. And the reason why that's so important is that when we take a look at what happened to the U.S. market a few years ago, we saw a complete collapse because there was absolutely no equity left in the properties. In fact, people were leveraged over 100% of value all the way up to 120% of value, which means that they may as well just walk away. It's a lot harder for people to walk away from equity. And this is one of the reasons why the new rules came in from CMHC in February telling people that, up to up if you're going to put 5% down you can go up to 500,000 but after that you need 10% and the reason why is they got a little bit nervous saying hey listen if you're going to go in the higher price range make sure you have more skin in the game so this kind of stuff is very very important and um, you know what it's one of those things i think it's a good safe safety measure but it's going to be interesting the real number i think will eventually come out and i think uh, foreign ownership is probably going to be a little bit higher especially in the condominiums not so much in the detached properties because the values are too high. But we've got speculators that are going to come into the market. Canada is a safe place to uh, to buy. And as well, our dollar being as low as it is, people are getting a great deal. So listen, if I wasn't a Canadian living in Canada and I was, I was out there in another country, I would buy here. I mean, I think it's a great deal. So by all means, it makes a lot of sense. And by the way, coming up on, um, what is it? It's going to be April 27th. We have the next Simple Seminar just to keep that in mind, go to thesimpleinvestor.com to register. We've got lots going on there. I'll talk about it a little bit later in the hour. But of course, after the break, we're going to be having uh, Mark Wiseletter from realestatelawyers.ca join us. If you've got questions, we've got the phone lines open. Um, again, it's 416-872-1010. And we've got lots to talk about. Um, other than that, uh, you know what? I think the market's off to a great spring start. Uh, are you thinking of selling this year? You know what? You better get your house ready because the average number of homes that are selling between April and June, it's the highest number. This is the time to list. This is the time to sell. Um, if you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck, everybody typically is looking for a summer closing. So if you were on the fence, you know, time to fall off. This is where the prices are in great shape. Interest rates as well are doing really well. Uh, we're under 3%, majority across the board for uh, five-year term uh, right now. So you know what? pretty good. Uh, you know, the fixed rate is good and variable. If you want to surf the rates, for sure, variable rates are very attractive. I've heard anywhere from 2 to 2.4 out in the industry. So you know what? Don't be afraid. It is a good market. I don't see anything happening in a big negative fashion. And again, you know what? We keep growing. Toronto is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So um, this is one of the reasons why we're able to sustain this market. So again, coming up um, after the break, we are going to be joined by Mark Wiseletter. He is a lawyer, realestatelawyers.ca. So make sure you got your calls ready. 416-872-1010. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio. News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So, 
Just before our break, I was telling you that I'm going to have a special guest joining me today, right here, right now. It is Mark Wiseletter. He is a real estate lawyer from realestatelawyers.ca. He is also a keynote speaker, published author, star columnist, and Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. It's a pleasure to be here. Wonderful to have you here, Mark. You know what? I think that um, for our listeners' sake, um, it's wonderful to have a guest like yourself. You have been uh, in the industry for a very long time. Great understanding. Uh, Folks, you know, one of the things, if you remember listening to me here on the show, I've always said, make sure you use the professionals. And um, Mark, you focus pretty much strictly on real estate. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, I've been doing this for over 30 years, so there isn't a lot I haven't seen, but it's mostly for buyers, sellers, investors. Those are my main clients. Excellent. And, you know, you and I were talking um, just before we came on the air, and it was interesting because you also, you you said something to me I've never heard a lawyer tell me, and it's your mobility. So um, at realestatelawyers.ca, you actually will go and see the clients. Is that right? Yes. What we found, even though we have 30 locations, we found 85 to 90% of our clients, they want to sign papers at home. They don't have time to go to see lawyers during the day. And so what we offer is a mobile service where we will send people to their home to sign up the paperwork so they can literally buy or sell their home without missing a day's work. And that's really important to a lot of people. I, I got to tell you, just so you know, I, and, and I've been in the industry for a long time, I have never heard of a lawyer actually being able to do that. And that's a wonderful thing, folks. Definitely go to realestatelawyers.ca. But uh, Mark, you know, having you on the show here, um, I've put it out to a lot of our people that we've got you as a guest. And 416-872-1010, um, I'd like to go to one of our callers. And it's uh, it's Patricia in Toronto. And um, so we're going to go to her because she owned her own home outright. And Patricia, thanks for holding. Welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you. And do you have a question for Mark here? Yes, I do. Hi, Mark. Hello. I own my, I own my own home, mortgage-free. The title is in my name. Uh, my worry is title theft, false liens on my home, and I'm looking for ways that I can protect myself. How long have you owned the home? I've owned it since we built it in 2000. So I'm not sure whether you would have obtained a title insurance policy at the time. Do you recall? Uh, yes, I do have a title insurance policy, but I've, I've still heard that people can actually kind of slide in if they find out that you, your property is mortgage-free, that they can come in and, and put false liens on your house and, uh, and, and do like almost like a, a property theft from underneath you. And I, I'm, I'm just worried that I'm not protected. Well, in fact, that's one of the main reasons why people get title insurance. I thought you, if you'd owned the home for maybe 25, 30 years and did not have a policy, you might have a concern. But when you bought that policy, it works for as long as you own the home. And if, okay. God forbid, that happened, this unthinkable, uh, title insurance would pay for the entire cost to put your, let's say, your title back together again. Okay. Now, I've also heard about people putting false liens from using one of their own companies, putting false liens on their home. Is that a possibility? Um, You know, lawyers in general do not slander titles uh, easily. And it takes a lawyer to register something against uh, a person's title. So a lawyer has got to have a lot of proof that a claim exists before they do something like that. And so I wouldn't worry too much uh, about that. 
Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Patricia, for the call. And you know, this is one of the things, Mark, that people, you know, you know, years ago they didn't have title insurance, and fortunately, title insurance was introduced, um, you know, basically in year two thousand in that time frame because of this. There was a need for it. Uh, originally, it started in the U.S., if I'm not mistaken. And so, this is obviously something w- with your clients. You make sure. Is it now mandatory to have title insurance when you do a transaction? Um, if you have a mortgage the lender will demand to be protected by title insurance. If you're buying a property, let's say cash only without a mortgage, you could choose not to have title insurance. But you know, I have to tell you that if a client said that to me, I would probably not want to act for him because or them because title insurance provides so much protection. It's not just identity theft. But also, let's say you bought the house and the seller built a room without proper permits and the city comes in and you don't know. Right. City comes after closing and says, hey, we got to put a work order on this house and you got to rip something down. Title insurance pays for all that. Now, there's not, no search I could do that's going to protect you against that in advance. So this is why having a title insurance policy to me is absolutely necessary for everyone. And these uh, identity theft cases, uh, thankfully, are extremely rare now. They, uh, people are watching for this. It doesn't happen that often. Sure. And and, uh, and just to touch on that as well, um, one of the things I also know is that uh, when people put up fences, for instance, and they're on the wrong side, and title insurance also helps if you do not have um, a survey. Uh, a lot of people say, you know, it's okay if they don't have the survey because not everybody can find a survey, but title insurance helps. Well, if if, for example, a boundary line was wrong and you didn't have a survey, and then you find out that you've actually lost some land because your fence was on somebody else's property. As if, if you can prove that your land has lost value as a result of the relocation of the fence, then that would be another claim that title insurance would uh, cover for you. Excellent. Well, what I do, uh, I, I've got a bunch of callers lining up, folks. If we don't get to you um, right away, don't worry, we will make sure you hang on because we've got lots to talk about. I'm just looking at the, the, the names lining up for us. Mark, you're a very popular man, obviously. And a lot of the stuff has to do with, you know, old properties, liens, um, you know, a, a lot of stuff that's talking about titles. And I think that's a big concern in today's, uh, in today's real estate market. Well, you know, the good news is, is that like in the uh, province of Ontario, uh, most of the property has, is either in the pure land title system or has moved into what I call the government converted land title system. So what this basically means is for the, uh, over the last 13, 14 years, it's now impossible for people to steal each other's land. You know, (laughs) you would have had to prove that you're a fence was over a property line, a minimum of almost 25 years now to steal land. So there's becoming more certainty in boundary lines. And so people can rest assured. I get all these people calling saying, oh my sure. God, yeah, yeah. somebody p- built a fence over sure. my property. I say, relax, <laughs> you don't have to worry. <laughs> you know, most people, these boundaries are secure now. It just, uh, you know, just calm down a little bit. Yeah. So folks, if you're just tuning in, I've got uh, Mark Weisletter uh, joining me. He is a Toronto lawyer from realestatelawyers.ca. We've got the phone lines wide open, 416-872-1010. We're going to be 
taking your calls for the entire show now, and we're going to be talking lots with Mark. If you have a legal question and you're interested, let us know. And um, listen, we got a great show planned for you. Looking at my uh, my board right now, um, John, Dean, Farron, uh, Roseanne, stay with us, because when we come back after the break, we will definitely take your calls. And for those of you that want to talk to Mark, 416-872-1010-1800-561-2372. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply Real Estate right here on News Talk 1010. Now, more of Simply Real Estate with host Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. I'm glad to see the phones are well lit up. Obviously, my guest here is very, very popular. With We've got lots of questions for him. And he is Mark Weisletter. He is a, a real estate lawyer from realestatelawyers.ca. Mark's also a uh, keynote speaker, published author, and star columnist. And uh, Mark, you know what? One of the things that we were talking about a little bit bef- uh, just before the break, we were talking about um, title insurance, you know, people protecting their title. And as a matter of fact, looking at our call board right now, we're going to answer a couple of questions for some of our listeners. And um, I'm going to go to uh, Gordon from uh, from Toronto. Uh, welcome to the show, Gordon. Hi, um, let's have a quick question. So sure. we lived at a property for over 30 years, and we recently had new neighbors that moved in. And uh, between our two properties, there's a right-of-way walk passage to our backyard. And they basically, they built a fence blocking our access to it. So the only way for us to go to the backyard now is through the house. I'm just wondering what steps can we take to rectify this? Because we try to talk to them, and they basically said that it's their land, but we have right-of-way access to it, so it belongs to them. Okay, so that's a great question. So uh, so now, how do you know that you have this right-of-way? Do you have uh, a... It's on our title. It's on your title. Okay, so Mark, what do you think? Well, uh, we'd have to look at the title to yep. to actually verify this. But if it's clear that they have a right of registered right of way access to their backyard, it, you can't obstruct it with so, a fence. So they would be able to uh, force the removal of that fence if that was the case. So in Gordon's case, so what what does Gordon need to do at this stage? Yeah, I think Gordon would want to approach his family lawyer and take a look at the title documents because he really needs a lawyer to look at this just to make sure 100% that he does have this right, uh, correct access. And then, you know, it usually starts with a lawyer letter to the other side saying, please Mm -hmm. remove this immediately or we'll have to take proceedings to get it down. And so they they would eventually take them to court or to the city or... You know, you don't really, you know, sometimes people love using self-help Right. Self-help means I'm taking the fence down, you know, and, and I can't really, uh, you don't want to start a war with people, but I've seen people putting in and then ripping out fences because sometimes, you know, facts on the ground uh, yep. are a little bit better. So, Gordon, is it made out of wood or steel? Uh, wood. Okay, so you, do, if you have an axe, chainsaw, or saw, Mark <laughs> is not telling you to do this, but of course... You know, there's always a solution. So thanks for your call, Gordon. Thank you. Okay, thanks. So, you know, this this is a funny thing, though, Mark. You know, a lot of people don't know what steps to take. And this is why, you know, again, encouraging people to de- deal with a professional like yourself. Because immediately, you know, th- there's a fairly quick solution for them. You know, have your title looked at. Have a lawyer's uh, lawyer's letter put together. Send it over to them. If you're not getting the right answer, eventually you will because the the law is on your side. 
Yeah, and you hope that the other side goes to their lawyer too, because if the neighbor goes to their lawyer, you know, the lawyer is going to tell them what the rules are. And, and it's best that way for the lawyers to work this out between them, because if it goes to, sometimes if it goes to court, you end up spending so much money. And the only people who make money when things go to court, by the way, are lawyers. People <laughs> never make money when you go to court. So you yeah. really don't want that as a solution. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry, I have to laugh because a lawyer saying the only people that make money is lawyers when they do that. That's 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 very honest of you and, and I appreciate it. So um, let's go to uh, John in Toronto because this is an interesting point. And John said that he's found out that there's nine liens against his property. And, and welcome to the show, John. Yes. Um, so can you explain your situation to us so we yeah. have a better understanding? Yeah, I went to do some legal work. I went to my lawyer and found out that there's nine liens against a renter property that I own. And it's people with the same name. Okay, so are you now, do you know where the liens come from? Oh, yeah. Okay. The whole one was a fuel supplier for 310000 Okay. So I called their office and said, I think you should get your money back. Okay. Um, whoever put the lien against it, your legal department that put the lien against it because I'm not the guy that owes the money. Okay, so it sounds it sounds like somebody with identical name yeah, has yeah. has cranked up some bills, Mark. And yeah. so what 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 kind of advice can we give John? I, I doubt very much that these are registrations against the title to the property. What I yeah. think these are is there are executions like creditors. Okay. And when people have similar last names and you go to do anything on your property, you have to check for example, with the sheriff to make sure that a creditor hasn't registered a judgment against your name. So if it is a similar name and we want to do some work on that property, very similar, what we would do is we would write to the creditor and show proof, perhaps by birth date or something else, that this sure. couldn't be the same person. And the creditor would give us a letter saying, oh, yes, it's not you. And as long as we have that letter, we can deal with the property without a worry. So that would maybe be a solution. Oh, the yeah, problem that, that, is, is some of these creditors, they charge like $300 just to write a letter. Sure. And so if he's got 11 people, depending on the amounts, that's a lot of money yep. just to clean your name and, yep. and, and you have to pay it. So, yep. John, the real question is, is are you thinking of selling it or are you trying to no. refinance the property? No, no, I'm not selling it. Okay, and, no. and what about refinancing? Uh, no, I nope. don't have to refinance it. Okay, so so that's great because so that, that just, means you I don't... I told the lawyer to leave them on there because it's not bothering me because I will not pay sure. $800 to get the things off. All right, well, excellent. Good point and, uh, and good luck, John. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. So, you know, that's the thing. Is mis mistaken identity, you know, it happens, but I like your solution, you know, simply, you know, proving that it shouldn't be your, your debt and, you know, getting the, the letters. Of course, for a, a, a situation like that, nine, um, you know, it could be quite expensive. So hopefully it's not really nine and, and it's going to make it a little bit easier. Um, I'm going to go quickly to John in Waterloo. And uh, John, uh, you're on Simply Real Estate. Yes, hello. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, no problem. My, que my question is... Uh, my wife and I have a rental property that we refinanced, and we took some equity out of it, and yep. we used that money to pay down our own mortgage. Yes. And my question is, do are we going to have any kind of tax implications, uh, income tax-wise? 
Um, no, John, just so you know, when you do a refinance on either an investment property or your own property, there is no tax implication for it. Now, along the way, if you had positive cash flow, obviously you're declaring it and you're paying the taxes on your positive cash flow, you can offset that on your investment property with a depreciation percentage. So positive cash flow against depreciation. In this case, now that you've re-leveraged, taken the money out, you can apply it to where you deem uh, suitable, but um, there is no tax implication on that amount. Okay. okay. All right. Excellent. Thank uh, you. All right. Excellent. Good job, John. Thanks so much. So, um, you know, I've, I, it's amazing. Folks, if you want to talk to Mark, um, you know, I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, he's a, a fountain of knowledge and uh, been in the industry for a long time. Uh, his name is Mark Wiseletter. He is my guest today here on Simply Real Estate, 416-872-1010. And uh, definitely we want to take more of your calls. And, um, you know, Mark, one of the things that I, I think people have to realize is that, you know, a real estate lawyer plays a lot of, of hands when they're getting ready to sell a property or for that matter, purchasing a property, you know, making sure titles are clean, you know, taking people through the process. Um, uh, definitely lawyers are, are worth every penny. Well, I think you need professionals all the way through. You need a great real estate agent to start with because for most people, the agent is the main person they're going to deal with from the time they start looking, buy or sell until they sign the contract. So you've got to have a good agent working for you that's experienced and knowledgeable. And then once the deal is done, then it's up to the lawyer to make sure it closes, whether it's for the purchase, making sure that your mortgage is all uh, done in time and you get the money in time from the bank and let you know exactly how much you'll need. And on a sale, just make sure that you answer every question from the buyer's lawyer so <laughs> that your deal can close on time. So it's like you need the lawyer to make sure that deal's gonna, you know, that you will close. Yeah. Yeah. They're deal makers, not deal breakers. So, uh, Mark, um, I'm going to ask you to stay around because we're going to uh, be going to a break in a, in a minute. And when we come back, folks, we're going to have more with Mark Wiseletter. He is from realestatelawyers.ca. And if you have a question, 416 872 1010. And um, listen, great information. This is your time. You know what? Uh, being able to ask a question of a lawyer, for free you have no idea it's almost christmas for you if that's the case and um definitely there's lots to talk about here on simply real estate i am your host todd c slater and uh, make sure you join me and my guest when we come back and uh we're going to be talking more with mark wiseletter from realestatelawyers.ca so stay with us we'll be right back now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, listen, if you have a legal question in real estate, you can call us, 416-872-1010. My guest is Mark Wiseletter, lawyer, author, speaker. Mark, we've had some interesting questions, but I've got one for you that I want to go to, and it's Gisela in Ancaster. Um, and welcome to the Simply Real Estate, Gisela. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, can you can you I, I can you reiterate your question for Mark? Okay, so I'd like to know. I'm in a co-ownership within a house with uh, a, a person, and I actually am buying him out. So I'm wondering if uh, to put the house under my name, how much about am I looking at? Is it the same amount when we bought the house, or is it maybe a little less? 
So in other words, your question is, is that when you decide to have somebody removed from title, is right. it like r registering your title the way you did when you first bought it? And right. is it the same cost that lawyers would normally charge? So, right. Great question. Yeah, a, a title transfer is not much less than an actual purchase, but a, a different question will be the land transfer tax that you're going to have to pay. If you're buying out your partner, then I'm assuming you have a purchase price in mind. And mm -hmm. so uh, if, if, the, if the, your home was worth, let's say, 700000 and you were buying your partner out for three fifty, you would still have to pay the land transfer tax on that three hundred and fifty thousand, and then the there would there would be legal fees as well. But then it would depend on are you getting a mortgage to pay them out, so that we would have to know a little bit more before we could quote a fee. But it would be a little bit less than if you were actually just buying a property from scratch. Uh huh. And if I if I there if there is no money involved, if I don't buy him out, just I just want the title on my name. Is that so, possible? So strictly, so so from my understanding, so you're just going to do a, just a, a change over of titles. So two, yes. two to one, Mark, is there, right. what, what do they look at there? Right. So, you know, to do a title transfer like that, again, I need to know a little bit more about just how this is happening and the relationship, if there's a mortgage mm -hmm. on title or if it's clear, because if there's a mortgage on title, then there is also going to be line transfer tax based oh, on right. the value of the mortgage. So there, right. there are other things involved, but... You know, typically to do a title transfer, it's about $800 to uh -huh, get that done. Uh -huh. Yeah, so keep, okay. keep, Gisela, keep that in mind. If you are both on the mortgage, you know then you have to requalify and the mortgage has to be redone in your name only, correct? Right. So, yeah, so, I, yeah I'm aware of that. Yeah, yeah, so keep that in mind because your lender isn't going to just sit there and let the other party away without you being qualified. And right, it's really important right. that you keep that in mind, okay? Yes. So yes. thanks, okay, thank thanks so much for your call. Thank you. Okay. So, um, you know what? I, I want to get through most of these calls here, Mark, because definitely they're they're worth doing. So, um, you know, very straightforward question. Roseanne from Toronto. Uh, Roseanne, thanks for for holding on. You're on Simply Real Estate with, uh, with myself and Mark Wiseletter. Okay. I just wondered if uh, the protective factor of having uh, a line of credit connected to your mortgage is also a way that you can protect yourself against uh, mortgage fraud. There's no real difference uh, in having that or something else. Uh, it means probably a larger uh, face amount of your mortgage on title, which helps. But you have to understand if a fraudster really wants your property, they can actually forge a discharge of the mortgage as well. But uh, the good news is it's not easy to do this. You have to have a lawyer involved. And in my experience, this is becoming less and less of a problem. So I wouldn't worry too much one way or another. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks so much. So, you know, that's one of the things, uh, Mark, I think that a lot of people, you know, they, they heard all the, the stories, you know, somebody came home, there was a sheriff's notice on the door, their title had been stolen, you know, uh, you know, leaned like crazy. Um, again, title insurance was a huge, huge factor. Uh, back in around 2000, where everybody started using it. Now you, as a company, obviously you you make sure that you, it's used all the time. The lenders, well, pretty much all the lenders are saying, listen, if you don't have it, then we don't want anything to do with it. So again, the safety measures are there now, are they not? Oh, yeah. And, and you have to understand, title insurance, it, it's not like they sit there and say, oh, well, we're just going to wait and pay all these claims. They're very vigilant themselves on every real estate deal. If they see, for example, that a property has risen dramatically in value, 
like in four months, and all of a sudden somebody's selling it for a big profit, they're going to want to know why. They're going to be very suspicious that somebody's trying to just jack up the value to get a high mortgage and run away and cheat a lender or something. So title insurance companies are very vigilant now. They watch everything on a purchase and a sale. If they're not happy, you know, there's going to be questions raised. So then, you know what, I want to go to Alex and Bolton because uh, talking about title insurance, you probably have some experience, Mark, with this, but Alex, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi, Alex. Hi. So you do you have a question for Mark? I do, yeah. Um, hey, Mark, we, we just purchased a home about two months ago. Um, I started noticing we had a, like a small leak in the basement and I called in a foundation guy and he said that we had something called uh, frost heave. And I guess um, the house is trying to, like, it's, it's torquing and twisting, and I guess because of the, the area that we're in. Yep. And apparently it's very common, but very, very expensive because there's only one person that can fix it properly. Um, and he was saying that, because I was saying that, you know, just moving in, we can't afford this, obviously. And he said that uh, this is something you can go after title insurance. It didn't make sense to me, but I wanted to find out. I was going to call my own lawyer, and then we're listening to the show, and I thought this is a good time to call in. But Yeah, so Mark? First of all, is it a new house or is it a resale house? It's a resale home. Uh, how old is it? Uh, 2002. 2002. Okay, so they're past builder warranty. Yeah. In, in yeah. my experience, this is something that title insurance will probably not cover. So this is a not difficult This is a difficult situation, and I don't think your uh, insurance company is going to cover this either. And so unless you could somehow prove that your seller knew about this problem when they sold it to you, uh, then you might be able to go after the seller because this was a hidden defect that even a home inspector could not have found acting for you. So what I would do is I would call a contractor in quickly to look at the damage and be able to tell you, is this something that must have been known by your seller? If that could be proven, then you could have a claim, a good claim against that seller in court. And that may be your only recourse here. Okay. So Alex, you probably are sitting on a bit of a water, water table and this is why you're getting frost heaving. And, and it's not uncommon in some locations in Southern Ontario. But one of the things that I would, I would definitely recommend is Mark's advice, get a contractor in, have an analysis done to the foundation. The other thing is look for any indication if you had a home inspection, if there was yeah. any, any indication of any form of cracks or anything in the foundation, both from the floor and actually in the basement. Okay. And, and then... That way you can, if you have some of that as evidence, then this might be recourse against the seller. Okay, but, All not, but not title insurance. No, okay. probably not title insurance. No, okay. Alrighty, thanks so much for your call. Um, let's see, you know what, Mark, we're uh, we're doing really well. Um, I uh, think, let's see, which one can we go to? We're probably, okay, so we're going to go to Mike in Keswick. And uh, Mike, welcome to Simply Real Estate, and you're on with uh, Todd and Mark. Hey, Todd and Mark, it's Mike here. So quick uh, uh, analogy of, of my situation. I have a, an investment property that I bought, and at the back of my property, uh, I joined another larger property where an addition was done probably 20 years before I bought it that actually built onto uh, my property. And then they put a fence even farther encroaching into my property. And so when I bought that, I was aware of that, and uh, my lawyer had said, you know, just make sure, you know, you go in there at least once a year and walk all over it, and at some point, it's going to have to get resolved. But is there a, you know, a time limit on 
getting some compensation or resolution with the other side. Well, as I said, uh, it's likely that your property and the neighbors is in the government qualified uh, title system. So a, a big uh, uh, determination will be when did it go in there, and uh, as if the uh, your neighbor could prove that that encroachment was there for more than ten years before the property went into the government uh, title system, they would have a good claim. But, uh, you know, so we'd have to look at your title. But based on, you know, my general knowledge, it, th that uh, would have had to have been there since before uh, 1993 for these people to probably be able to make a claim. And uh, so it becomes a question of time and witnesses and when this happened. And so that's unfortunately, you have to do that analysis first before you could determine whether or not you could force that person to take that down. Okay, so thanks so right. much for your call, Max. Good, thanks. Okay, thanks. So, Mark, listen, um, it, it's been absolutely awesome uh, having you on today. So, folks, if you want to reach out to Mark Wiseletter, you can go to uh, Mark at therealestatelawyers.ca, correct? Mark at realestatelawyers.ca. Plural. Plural. .ca. Lawyers. Plural. plural. And um, uh, phone line toll free 1 800 876 5529. 1 888. 1 888. Sorry, I'm killing you here. 1 888 876 5529. You know what? Next time I'll have you handle that. So, uh, Mark <laughs> Wiseletter, you. thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Tom. Really Simply was a pleasure. It was absolutely awesome. So, folks, hey, listen, coming up next week here on Simply Real Estate, we are going to be talking to uh, an electrical professional. So you need to know when you're buying a home, what you should be looking at. You know, uh, do you have aluminum wiring? Uh, do you still have uh, knob and tube? For that matter, do you have breakers or are you on fuses? There's a lot you should be worried about. And so make sure you tune in next week right here at News Talk 1010 at 4 p.m. Um, by the way, I'd like to thank my uh, producers of the show. As usual, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And um, don't forget, forget, coming up on April 27th is the next Simple Seminar. Go to thesimpleinvestor.com. We're going to be talking lots about investment real estate. And uh, hey, listen, you know what? The Jays lost today. Maybe they'll do better tomorrow. And uh, for all of us here at Simply Real Estate, thanks for tuning in. And I will talk to you next Saturday. So have a great week. This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.